Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, LKN. 7.06. Happy Thursday to you. Thursday. It's okay. I can do the sound effects. I'm trained. Formally trained. We need to let you know about what's going on in the streets. We got a call from Jeff at iCats. Rideicats.com. Alternative transportation. Three bucks to commute from the Iredell County to the city of Charlotte. But right now, Jeff says around exit 45. That's Troutman. So somewhere between 42 and 45 heading southbound on 77. He's only the, the, the traffic seems to only be moving about 20 miles per hour. Something's going down. Jeff's going to get his eyes on it. We're going to hear from Jeff at about 715. We're going to get a better inside look. But if you are southbound on 77 and you are starting off north of Troutman, you're going to be sitting for a minute. That's okay. Turn up the sweet tunes that are here. Wait. Can we call it tunes? We got tunes. Yeah, man. We're tuning. We're tuning. We're tuning and tuning and booning. We're tuning with you this lovely morning. This Did m- you see that it's supposed to be 82 degrees? Yeah, it's November 9th. Yeah. Is global warming real? It's warm. It's warm. I mean, Baby, I'm not, I it's warm outside. I guess I should put put, put out a point of clarity. I, I, I'm not going to argue with, like, the earth is getting hotter. Like, that's quantifiable we can measure that so like if that's your definition of warming like yeah that's happening i just don't believe we can do anything about it let me be clear there's nothing we can do to change this you don't want to weaponize the climate to uh to make people bend my will the way that i want to them fit to do. your agenda and my sales funnels <laughs> <laughs> no no i don't um mostly because i don't care and it takes too much effort yeah. yeah, it does take a lot of effort. You got you you to really commit. want it. You got to commit. You got to really want it. That's why you got to give it up for these people. <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to go really hard. We're going to request billions and billions of dollars from the government for this. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I digress. If you're heading southbound on 77, though, um, I hope you're not in an electric vehicle because you might run out of electricity. Exit 45, going south, alternate route. Search it. Don't even know how far alternate you got to go at this point. This this is an actively developing scene. We we Jeff called early. Over. He went above and beyond. He did. He did. Service. I felt like it was necessary that we do it for me when uh, Jeff is kind of changing things up right now. We have to do this. Right. Big day today. Mayor Woody Washam going to be joining us at 730 via phone. Doing a little victory dance. Uh, you know, I it, was, bet. it was I mean, it was a hard, I, it was it was civil, but it was a it was a battle. Sure. There's clearly I mean, they were there. They were both campaigning active at the polls. I mean, and you had to. The data showing you had to. It came down to day of. That, that's what, I, when I look at these numbers, I think to myself, day of, for quite a few candidates, and not just Cornelius, Huntersville as well, because some of these numbers are tight. I'm be- of the belief day of made a difference for a few people. And uh, for local governments, kind of a cool experience. I yeah. Think, I, think, I think we all learned something. We all learned yeah. something. <laughs> It's really just a precursor to next year's onslaught that will occur. Because, mm. you know, federal comes through like a vengeance. There's people like coming in, acting like they've lived in, you know, Corntown for 30 years and they live in like Minnesota or something like sure. that. You know what I mean? Like, not, 
like like poll people. You know what right. I mean? Like you start getting the hey, what do you think? In the random text messages. You've been getting these text messages of like issue ads. Like what do you what do you think about this? What I do have you think not, about that? but um, yeah, oh. I know people who get them. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fun. Yeah, we have somebody we know like Frank. He, our engineer, he loves answering the phone for those kinds of things. Yeah. I just, I, I loathe them. But he gets, like, excited by it. Right. He did send us the scam of the week, too, that people should look out for. I meant to mention it yesterday or day before when he sent it. So there's this thing where, like, people are Outlook and Amazon. You ever get those fake Amazon emails? It looks like it's Amazon, but it's not Amazon? Can't catch me. I'm going to check my email. <laughs> that's that's the secret. Don't do email anymore. But it, there's these fraudulent emails that look like they're from Amazon for, like, billing reports or, like, that your billing is outdated and it's got, like, this attached PDF. Here's the golden rule. Don't click. Like, like when in doubt, don't click. They're going to get me with that. If there's any doubt, like, it, even a scintilla, even a scintilla of doubt, don't click. Just go to Amazon app, open your profile. They'll let you know. We all shop. Who doesn't shop on Amazon? That's probably the, a sh- much smaller list than going the other way with the question. Do you are you Amazon shoppers at the house? Like does I've, Amazon I've frequent bought, your I've, door? Yeah. Yes. Yes. The the collective. Yes. There was an Amazon delivery driver last night at our house. Probably about eight thirty, eight forty five last night. Grinding. Yeah, but blaring the music though, like hey, grinding. Look, people are trying to sleep over here. Hey. But I mean, I get it. You're driving the streets at night, and it's darker earlier now. Look how you know how early it's getting dark right now. Right, that is kind of tough on the, the old mental. But the beautiful sun sunrise on the way to work is uh, that's nice to look at. The inverse is true. In the mornings, we've got quite a bit of light. I'm almost surprised. What is it? I, we opposite. said pink, pink sky in the morning. Sailors take warning. I saw a little bit of pink sky this morning. Could have been the sun about to rise over the white clouds. Red sky at night, sailors delight. Pink sky at night, sailors delight. Pink or red? I like red. Red seems a little bit more defined. Right. Red Direct. sky at night. Cool. What sailor? Where did you sail? Mm, I I have sailed. Uh, I you, I know you sailed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I, <laughs> I once wanted to be a sailor, but uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I I quickly decided that salt water is not for me. And and so my life took an abrupt change. I want to be a sailor, mama. <laughs> well, she supports my dreams for the most part. Scurries up to room. <laughs> Give me the play-by-play. Slams door. I will do it, mama. I don't care what papa says. But it's like you go up the stairs on the all fours. You know <laughs> what I mean? Oh, yeah. The, the fast way. All of 12. Right. At the time. Yeah. And then, then while I'm carrying my wooden ship with me. I'm a sailor. <laughs> You don't know how high I can fly. Something like that? Yeah. I don't remember yelling like that at my parents, though, as a young child. I mean, I definitely did. I had temper tantrums. We've all, what was your, do you remember having a temper tantrum as a kid? Uh, yeah, I'm sure I've had a few. I think there's one story that I think I've repressed, but my parents bring it up quite often. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably one of my last spankings at uh, Tweetsy Railroad. Tweetsy? 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 Tweetsy. 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 Railroad. Yeah. yeah. Wait, there is an actual jingle for Tweetsy. I, I, it's sure eluding me right now. Ben Daniels is probably singing it literally in this moment. Um, Tweetsy, you're a blast from the past. There it is. Love that. That's the jingle. 
You getting your day started? You know it's Thursday. That's for all of us on I-77. You had that extended sip. Yes. The extended sip, much like the extended ride when you're cruising down. We are going to hear from Jeff just on the other side of this break. Rideicats.com, alternative transportation. How's your morning going? Happy Thursday, 844-STUDIO-4. Maybe you're sailing along today. Uh, dreaming of of blue skies or red skies. Maybe you want red skies. Sailor's delight. Come sail away. Purple skies is the bad skies. Purple purple skies are just pretty. Purple skies is my demise. Oh no, baby. <laughs> Maybe at some point. <laughs> Word of the day. Ooh, got to get that. We're gonna hear from Greystone Lodge today. Ooh. Gonna get a check in. A little high country happenings. You know you got discounts on hotels. Greystone Lodge. That's the spot to be at in Boone. Coming back. Good morning, okay, and 718. Happy Thursday to you. We've got to get a look at the streets, though, because there's some activity going on. Jeff with iCats is on the phone. Rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to commute from Iredale County to the city of Charlotte each way, each day. Jeff, what is going on through Troutman, sir? Uh, good morning, Justin. Uh, 77 southbound, uh, round uh, exit 45. Uh, there's this traffic is backed up. Uh, when you get to about, uh, before you get to exit 42, there's a state trooper on the right-hand side with his lights on. I don't see no accident, but it's slowing everything down to about 20 miles an hour on the interstate. I was able to get through it, but it just took some time. So, uh, traffic is backing up, uh, from about, uh, the exit 45, uh, going southbound on 77. Um, it, the rest of the way down to Charlotte and 77 North, uh, traffic is flowing. It's getting a little heavier as we get closer to, uh, people going to work, but, uh, uh, I haven't heard of any problems on the secondary roads in the Statesville, uh, Mooresville area. Uh, so that's, that's our only, uh, slow down this morning all right so it sounds like situation has is being cleared so now what we're going to do is start the unclogging of the pipe is that the best way we could describe this jeff yeah probably until the until the officer uh moves and you know whenever there's flashing lights everybody's going to look and see what's going on and it just slows slows things down like i told bill if you haven't seen it on, on any other interstate, you're bound to find something on 77. It just some weird things happen. That's right, and likely simultaneously happening on I-85, but that that's a, that's another. Hey, I did notice, okay. side note, uh, on 77, you know, like the little bridge you cross over, what is that, 115 or 21 or whatever, at, at exit 42 for Troutman, they repaved uh, the, the, you know, connections between the bridge and the regular roadway uh, I noticed that so that that now you don't have those random potholes to try to avoid or watch someone go up on two wheels on. Did you notice that or did I did I just inform uh, you of that? You, you just informed me of that. But I will say uh, for people in the Mooresville area yesterday, I was uh, uh, taking picking up and dropping off in Mooresville. There's a lot of construction and, and either either moving electrical uh, poles and uh or they're repaving streets and 
Wilson Avenue is is one way they they take stop traffic, and so uh, if you're in the Mooresville area, just just be prepared to get uh, to leave early because uh, somewhere along the way there's going to be some sort of of uh, con- road construction going on or, or utility poles being moved. Sound advice, Jeff. We appreciate you. RideICats.com, alternative transportation. Jeff, we'll speak to you uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. All right. Have a good morning. You too, sir. And we do appreciate the DOT crews that are out there working and contractors, right? That oh, no doubt. Keeping keeping the streets flowing. We, oh, no doubt. We, I think, it ain't uh, magic. No, it's not. And we're going to see more and more of that locally over the next few years as these road improvement projects. Let them projects. work, let them live. Oh, that's my mantra. I live by that. Right. I live by that work. It's the only way you can. So there's going to be a lot more road construction happening over the next couple of years, and we will see more orange cones. We will see more trucks, more flashing lights. Uh, you want road improvement? You're going to get what you asked for. It's going to happen. We're going to start seeing more and more projects over the next few years, and then we'll be complaining about how long we're sitting in the traffic. And the best part is we'll be here. We'll be here. The whole time. The whole time. Mm. Nothing? Oh, bother. Mm, didn't give it to me. That's on me. Maybe. No, you're totally fine. I don't, I mean, is it me? It could be me. It is you. Okay. It's all, well, usually it is. You know, awkward scenarios happen every day. I went everybody's head about the bed. But we're going to be here, baby. <laughs> we're still here. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Today's word of the day. Word of the day. So this is when I give Justin a random word from the English uh, dictionary today, and he's going to try to guess the definition. Today's word on this lovely Thursday is dither. 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 For those following along at home, this is both a noun and a verb. I'm using it as a verb, so I want to make that clear. It's verb. what you do. Verb today, dither. Dither. Okay? It's what you do. D-I-T-H-E-R. Dither. Dither come hither. Please may I have a sentence from Sither. Not bad. Not bad. Would you like to hear it in a sentence? Please. I'll give you two sentences, and then you have to guess. Okay. If you dither for too long over which seats to purchase, the the baseball game will surely sell out. If you uh, procrastinate, Ooh. if you wait too long, mm. if you hold it up, if you formally become lazy. We don't have time to dither. Mm, to waste. Mm. We You're don't so have... close, you are dancing around it. We do not have time to not be decisive. Oh, that's it. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Ah. Mm. Dither. To be indecisive. The verb. The verb dither. To be indecisive. Correct. Dither. Dither, come hither. Do not dither. Come hither. Dither. I would prefer not to dither around dinner time. Love that. Thank you. Do you think you'll be able to work it in with uh, Mayor Washam or maybe even Ben? I uh, have written it down. Now, I wrote down the definition as dilly-daddle. To be indecisive. To be indecisive. 
okay. to be indecisive. No, that's I'm true. telling you, that's... you don't have to make up other words. <laughs> uh, something that caught my eye at the Don't dither about it. <laughs> Just write it down. <laughs> to, to be indecisive. Okay. Something that caught my eye at the beginning of this bit, you had mentioned you got this from the American Dictionary? Uh, English. English. Are you exploring I, I said, other word dictionaries? Are we getting into multiple no, languages? No, I was explaining the game. We might. We I'm might. not saying we can't. As the... Uh, I mean, you've given me no rules here, so I can give you a word, and you guess the definition is the only rule I got, whether that is an English word or not. So if you see a word in another language, which you might, stick around. I think I noticed, right? Like, I would notice that doesn't look very English. Correct. That doesn't look American. doesn't change. Am I allowed to say American? Like, that's not American. You can definitely say it. Is it accurate? It. How many countries not. speak English as their primary? Ooh, probably like two. <laughs> us in Britain, that's yeah. it. Us in England. England and English. Yeah. Does Australia speak English? I thought they speak Australian. Well, what's Australian? Like, what's an Australian word? The Bobby? Dingo. Ding Dingo and the Bobby. I'm, yeah. A lot I'm, of variations. I'm trying to think what other countries speak English. The Queen's, the Queen's tongue. The Queen's English. Canada? No, Canada's got French. That's what we speak. I think it's the Queen's English. The Queen's English. Yes. Hello, Queen! Well, the, it's actually King now. No. I can't say Queen because there's not... I mean, I guess technically there's a Queen. It was the Queen's English. The Queen Queen's Gambit. Charlotte. That, oh, that's what Charlotte was named after. The Queen. Was Queen Charlotte the Queen whenever... In 1492? I know there's somebody driving around like, dude, what are they saying? It's da-da-da-da-da. Call in. 844-STUDIO-4. 844-788-3464. I want to know. Oh, go ahead. I want to know what makes you cry. Oh, wow. Okay. I want to You remember, you were the Kates. You were out there skating around. Oh, yeah. You were out there couple skating. Oh, I see you, big dog. I was, I look, 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 look. Come look, on look, now. Look. I wasn't going up on my quad to know, to know ladies on the sidelines just saying, hey, you want to skate with me? You want, you want, you want to do a couple laps right. during this song? Right. I can put, I see you're enjoying that slushy. So primarily, <laughs> you know, I've been standing over at the foosball table the whole time. Right. I know you seen me over there. But air hockey is like my game game. You know them races is coming up, and I'm going to win me a free hot dog. Right. Or so maybe get a with slice the, Get with off. the champ. Get with the, get get with with the champ. <laughs> you going to that all-night skate next weekend? Oh, you know it. You know it. Friday and Saturday. We're going that was a good two. time, man. I don't know what kids do uh, on the weekends nowadays. I yeah, what do just... kids do now? 844-STUDIO-4. I mean, what do your children the skating do left, anymore? After the skating we left, we, uh, I guess after that, Burkdale started coming around. Yeah, then Burkdale, which Burkdale back then of what we did at Burkdale is different than what they can do at Burkdale now. Sure. Uh, speaking of Burkdale, we'll have them in tomorrow. Um, Maureen Smith and I think Kayla is Kayla. I think Kayla might be joining yeah, us. Yeah, bring the gang. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, the tree lighting ceremony coming up on the 18th. Not this weekend, but next. We'll be broadcasting from there. Very excited. You going to go on excited. air with me there? I would love to. You, you you should. I would love to. I think it would be great. I think it would be a fun time. We could do yeah. a little good morning, but we can do word of the day. Oh, boy. We can do a, a special word of the day during the tree lighting Today's ceremony. word of the day is Burkdale. 
<laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Define it. Define it. And we could ask random people. Yeah. What does Burkdale mean to you? Yeah. What What do you think the worst idea we've had is thus far? 844-STUDIO-4. 844-788-3464. Would love to get your opinion. We are going to hear from Mayor Woody Washam shortly, particularly in the next segment. He's going to be calling in. We're going to have a little conversation with him for a bit. He's been mayor for a while. Town of Cornelius Mayor. As far as I know, it's going to continue. Andy Yates was in yesterday. There was a discussion about votes and mail away and mail in and all. And I got a little confused at that point. I'll be sure. honest with you. Um, so I'll ask Mayor Washington. I'm sure he'll know something. You know, he's obviously part of the campaign, so he'll know probably what's going on. He's in the know. He's yeah. what I like to call in the know. I would imagine so. So we look forward to chatting with him. 844-788-3464. Uh, if you're uh, listening, maybe you've got a question. Uh, maybe you want to be part of the conversation. Maybe you're excited for something for the future. Maybe uh, you know what happened in Troutman. Maybe you did see that new road being paved that I mentioned uh, on the bridge crossing over 115. Don't dither. Don't dither about it. Hither about it. That's right. 844-STUDIO-4. Coming back, my kid. Good morning, okay, and 7.33. If you uh, hadn't heard yet, the elections happened on Tuesday. Don't know if you were there. Seemed like there was a decent amount of people there. Day of must have been crazy. We've got Mayor Woody Washam on the phone right now. Mayor, uh, what was day of on Tuesday, 6.30 a.m. at the polls? Describe for us what was going on in that moment. Well, it was a busy day, Justin. It, it uh was a good day to polls. Absolutely beautiful. My station was out at uh, Jatun Park, uh, overlooking the beautiful Lake Norman and the sunny day in the background. And uh, it was a very pleasant time out there. My my wife covered town hall. You can only cover two precincts in, out of our four in Cornelius because the other two are at churches, and that that is prohibited to uh, actually have campaign workers there at the churches. So so anyway, there were a lot of people voting, uh, a lot of uh, uh, great conversation, a lot of great dialogue, uh, no real problems that I knew of. It was just a long day, 6.30 in the morning till 7.30 at night, and I was there every minute of it. I'll be honest with you. Every time I've 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 had a chance to interact with your wife, she is one of the most sweetest ladies I have ever met, and she seems to be a warrior with you in this. How is she feeling now at this point? Well, she's feeling really good. She had a uh, awesome day at town hall, where over a thousand people uh, voted over there. It's uh, the biggest precinct in Cornelius now, which is pretty incredible. Uh, at one time. Uh, it was uh, Jatun or the Peninsula area that was the biggest, but that has been overcome by uh, the east side of Cornelius, uh, which is sort of good to me. I've always done well, you know, being my hometown and all that. I've always done well uh, on the east side of the interstate. What would you say is the biggest lesson you learned through this particular campaign? Well, uh, you know, I went into this campaign uh with a commitment to be positive. I'm, I'm proud of my record as, as mayor. Uh, we've accomplished a long list of, of uh, stuff. Uh, we've got some more things to go that are on the list, and that's why I ran again. But uh, 
Um, you know, my, my commitment was to keep it positive and to uh, uh, talk about the good things that have been accomplished in, in my time, my six years as mayor and four years as a commissioner. And uh, I felt really, really good about that. Uh, you know, coming off this year with the opening of uh, Kane Center for the Arts, uh, a phenomenal building in downtown Cornelius, which has done so much for our downtown redevelopment, uh, debt-free. And I was involved in the, in the fundraising of that, so I'm, I'm really, really proud of that that one thing. And uh, uh, that may become my legacy as mayor. We'll see. Uh, maybe other good things on the horizon as well. But, uh, uh, you know, I guess uh, uh, keeping it positive is what I was committed to. Um, it didn't. It didn't actually stay that way. I think my, my opponent intended for it to stay that way, but it, it didn't in his camp. Uh, so we, we, we were able to maintain our positivity and talking about the good things on, on my side of the, of the election, at least. Thinking of, you know, whenever the national elections occur and even some of the big state races, right, there's this whole like kind of concession or the, you know, the candidates that were going against each other, like, oh, I spoke with them. I, you know, we, we've, we, I've congratulated him. What's the traditional sense at the local level after, you know, the results are in? Have you and Commissioner Bilodeau spoken since Tuesday? We have. Uh, actually, he called me election night and congratulated me and, uh, uh, also, wish me well with my new board, which it'll be a new board. So I did get that phone call from him. Uh, as things have moved forward, and um, seemingly uh, uh, you have time to, to reflect, I guess, and think about it. Uh, you know, I, I, whoever really ends up with the most votes is going to be mayor, and uh, I, I think my my numbers will hold. I'm, I'm pretty confident they will, but there there are more, more votes to be counted. And, um, you know, you got some absentees out there. I'm, I'm ahead right now in the absentee count, but there are more to be counted. And um, so, you know, things could change. There's, there's not a great percentage that they will, but uh, there's always that possibility. So, so I'm not uh, pounding my chest quite yet, but just hopeful that things will stick and, uh, you know, predictions are that, that they will. But we, we will see. You've seen a transition of the town board level now through multiple elections, and you've seen full, you know, new slates. You've gone through that. What's what's your mindset going into this new slate, another almost complete transition again? What's on your mind? What's on your heart for, for moving forward for the next cycle? Well, this cycle is, is a little bit different. Uh, we had folks that... Uh, actually won the election last time that had no ounce of experience, nothing in town government. I mean, they were starting from literally ground zero. It was a tough transition with staff. They were good people. They were smart people, and and they did their homework. But, um, you know, it it takes any board about six to nine months um, in and around that to get uh, acclimated to the job itself, and it is a job. I mean, you've got to you've got to learn your job. Any anything you do, you've got to um, get the training and the information to even make the the important decisions that we do. So, so that group, uh, it it was a fairly intense um, training, I guess you you could say, with that particular group. This group won't be quite so. Uh, 
removed from town government. Uh, I can I can take them one by one. You have uh, Scott Higgins, who was has been involved with uh, the Park Commission for years, and he's now on the planning board, so he gets it. Uh, Susan Johnson is probably the most prepared uh, uh, candidate that we've ever had. She she has checked all the boxes as far as things she's done in the past before she ran for office. Of course, Michael Osborne is an incumbent. Uh, uh, let's see, who am I leaving out? Uh, Todd Sandsbury is an incumbent. Todd's done a good job. And uh, and then last but not least is Robbie Carney. Uh, Robbie's a, a fine young man. I've, I have known him for years. Uh, he's, his expertise is in economic development. Uh, he's worked with government, in and around government, knows how to get road projects approved. Uh, just just knows the strain of government. He he's had to. Uh, he's he has been funded in his, in his organizations in the past. Uh, he's now in private enterprise. So um, so anyway, he he gets it. He totally gets it. Uh, and by the way, his brother just got elected mayor of Mooresville. That's right, Chris Carney, and we will have Chris on tomorrow um, as well as. Uh uh, Mayor-elect Clark will also be on our show uh, tomorrow as well. Um, it, it seems like, and this and this is me just you know speculating, making things up at this point, Mayor. It, the based on the the way the results came out and the parties that won, if I if I could surmise what it seems like the voice of the people is, they want people that are going to get stuff done. Would you say that that seems to be true based on what you're seeing on the results, or or how do you feel about that? What did the people say as a result of this election? Well, it, to me, it was uh, uh, it was a uh, growth, no growth kind of election. It was a um, get these transportation projects done or or not. Uh, you know, get them moving, and let's let's move this forward. Uh, each, each of those items, I think, run hand in hand with the results of the election. Uh, uh, you know. Many of this group, at least four of the five, ran as a slate. Uh, I don't like slates personally. I think people ought to run on their own, uh, on their own individual merits, and and not as a as a group, which over one overshadows the other. But that's what they did. It's what they what some of them did uh, last election as well. Um, and uh, there were some uh, key endorsements out there coming through from. Uh, uh, at least one of our former commissioners. And uh, so anyway, I think all those things coming together ended up with the effect that it did. Uh, you know, the old saying to me is, you know, half the people like you and half the people don't. <laughs> <laughs> this, this election was uh, pretty, pretty much a uh, replay of that old saying, I think. The referendum that was also on the ballot, particularly in Cornelius, two two year terms to four year terms, pretty overwhelming uh, a no from the people on that. Are are you comfortable with that? Does that make you sad knowing that hey, within you know if you're going to run again in two years, you got to do this whole rigmarole again? How are you feeling about that? Well, from uh, I'll give you two sides of the coin. From a personal perspective, I really didn't care. I mean, there, there's there's pros and cons on both sides. Uh, the best part about the four-year term was that it provided staggered terms, so you wouldn't turn a board over 100% going forward. That creates a lot of of um, um, up in the air kinds of stuff, and you don't have any continuity that way, or any guaranteed continuity that way. 
So uh, that was that was a big plus. But you know, as others have said, you know, on a two-year term, if you get a bad egg, you can get rid of them in two years. <laughs> so you know, there's pros and cons. Uh, in my case, personally, I'm I'm not at the front end of my elected life. Uh, I don't know how much longer I'll do this, assuming I get elected this time. Um, I, I just don't know the answer to that yet, but I'm certainly not on the front end, so it really doesn't matter to me personally. Uh, if I were looking at a – if I won this time and <clears throat> we're looking at a four-year term uh, next time, if I re-ran again, I would have to think about that, really think about that. Uh, because that's a big commitment. It's a way bigger commitment for folks that consider – you know, running for office uh, to to commit four years versus two. How was the uh, barbecue at Mount Zion last last weekend? Oh, it was it was the best it's ever been. Uh, it really was. We had a great crowd. I, I made my way over there. Uh, actually, the polls were open in early voting, but made my way over there and uh, stuffed my face, and it was fabulous. It <laughs> was absolutely good. Good turnout, uh, all for the benefit of. Uh, missions in the church so all a great cause and uh, just a happy day to see everybody out working hard and all the folks in the community uh together there in one place we're talking with mayor woody washam of the town of cornelius host of about town airing today at 11 and real quick mayor i'm going to transition we're transitioning to digital real quick right there who you having on the show today what's the plan who you got coming in oh man it's a great show today uh it uh, it's one that uh, is a little different. I just felt like it was appropriate to emphasize Veterans Day. Uh, we will have a great Veterans Day um, uh, event coming up at our town hall. It's going to be fabulous with uh, the uh, Huff High School choir and uh, orchestra and uh, Rocky Lynn. Rocky Lynn will be performing at our Veterans Day, and it is this Saturday, eleven eleven uh, at. 11 o'clock, 11, 11, at 11 o'clock at the uh, um, Veterans Memorial there at Rotary uh, Plaza. So it's, it's going to be a beautiful ceremony. Uh, we hope to have good weather, and um, uh, I'll be speaking there as well. But there's, there's a wonderful speaker that uh, the American Legion has secured, and uh, it will be a way that this community can honor the veterans. And I think everybody should turn out, typically have, wonderful crowds and looking for a, a really joyous event to honor all the veterans in our town. And with that veterans Memorial in the background, it is just, it, it is just moving. It really is. That's awesome. Thank you, mayor. We appreciate your time. We're going to let you roll. You, you, we, you've got your show today about town, which airs every Thursday from 11 to noon. We appreciate you uh, coming in, informing the people, keeping them apprised of what's going on. I'm excited for the many conversations moving forward. No, no doubt many opportunities to discuss the many ways to uh, help and, and be with the people of the community. And we appreciate uh, your time of service thus far. Thank you so much. All right. It's take a pleasure care. to be with you today. Yes, sir. Bye. All right, good morning, fam. Taking a break, then we're going to come back. We've got, uh, at some point, we're going to have Good, Bad, and the Ugly today, likely in the 8 o'clock hour. Don't forget, we've got Ben McKeithen, general manager of Greystone Lodge in Boone. That's coming up at uh, 7, or excuse me, 8.15. We'll get another look at traffic. Hopefully, Troutman will have been cleared by that point. Coming back.
Good morning, okay, and 748. Happy Thursday to ya. It's still not firing. <clears throat> okay, nope, that's on me. Another awkward scenario. Just like I didn't use dither with Mayor Washam. Just like I didn't. Well, he doesn't dither about. So. He doesn't. So I, I didn't feel a moment of dithering. Right. Ditherousness was not present. That's good. I like it when you're, if you're interviewing someone, I'd rather you not dither. That's actually fair. Let us not dither together, Mayor Washam. Right. Something like that. Right. That could have played. I wonder if Ben McKeithen will be dithering this morning. Right. I doubt it. He's pretty decisive. Yeah, he is. Given that the definition of dither is to be indecisive. Correct. If you missed word of the day, 7.15 every day, Bill gives me a word and I've got to guess the definition. Make so, it a part of your day. And if you got a suggestion, psh, comment on some sort of one of these platforms we're on. Where are it, we streaming? Everywhere? Anywhere? Anywhere that'll have us. Anywhere that'll take us. <laughs> we are alone in the streets. Well, we got our WSIC fam. No, I know. But they're like with us. We're like alone together. Oh, I like that. You know what I mean? I like that. Herd immunity. I like that. Yeah. I can get down with my that. My tribe. My, my people. I was going to say something else there in that moment, but it, it has fleeted my brain. Or maybe it's locked inside. I'll go with it's locked inside. I just happened to accidentally lock myself outside. Did you hear I was looking at the news this morning? You were? Yes. Well, not even the news. I was looking at my phone this morning. So there's a new trend. Okay. The new TikTok trend. You know, I, I got oh, yeah. to keep you young. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I got to keep you young. Got to keep everyone apprised. Are here. you on TikTok? I'm not. Okay. I'm not. So you saw a TikTok video on Twitter, I assume. No, no. I just literally read about this. Oh, you read? You read? I read. Okay. I Good for you. Read. That's awesome. I'm a reader. Listen, I'm a reader. You a John Grisham fan? Um... No, this stuff's a little hardcore. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm more of the uh, headline reader. Tom Clancy. And I'll just uh, make my inferences from there. Okay. So I'm a reader and a writer mm. and an imaginer. Stephen King? Yes. I'll tell you a Stephen King story after this new TikTok trend. Mm. Does your refrigerator smell? Sometimes. 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 Well, they got a new cure for it. Really? Yes. They're saying if you stick a roll of toilet paper in your refrigerator, it will absorb the moisture and the odor. That's right. Now, the question is, how spoiled is your fridge? You got a single-ply fridge? <laughs> nope. That's I got to spoil my fridge. I need that lavender-scented. Right. I need <laughs> lavender-scented, double-quilted, extra strong. <laughs> this milk has been in there for a while. Throw it away. A while. You know what starts stinking? Fish. Not, not with, not with that lavender scented. We should test this. We should. I'll we, leave. I got some chicken salad in the fridge. I'll just leave it there. No, don't do it. It's not like with the leaving it in there because when the fridge is closed and everything's contained, I don't really care because right. I can smell it. Who knows what happens right. in there? It's a it's Toy you, Story moment. When you open the door, right, and it all, you know, makes its way towards your nostrils. Sure. That's when the issues happen. Can you use the toilet paper after it is soaked in? Ooh, in the odor. Right. <laughs> I do not know, but man, talk about recycling. That yeah. is, that's great. Cleaned out my fridge and you think baking. You think Arm and Hammer's nervous right now about this trend? Ooh, we'll have to ask Joshua Adobe if this trend could affect have the any market. Affect the market. This, this is affect, a market mover. This is this is how <laughs> this is just like GameStop. Right. Right. This is the same thing. Right. Same economic principles apply. These are probably here. the exact same people. Dumb money. Right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Here's the secret. We're gonna start a TikTok trend. 
Let's go short on Arm yeah, and Hammer. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna buy Charmin. Yeah. Sell Arm and Hammer. That's right. Well, it's options we'll trading. We're options, right, options trading at yes. this point. That's yes. what we're doing. We're, we're, we're betting. We're calling. We're striking. What's our strike price? What's our strike, What's our strike price? <laughs> I'm just making terms up now, you know? But Do- Joshua Doby is the one, I too. do need him to tell me what a strike price yeah, is. Yeah, we do. Because I hear it said quite often, and I just want to know. <laughs> I, have a, I have a buddy who dabbles in options. He enjoys that that game. He, he does well because uh, yeah. he actually Because he's dabbling in options, yeah. Yeah. The phone's ringing. Um, but Joshua Doby, his show, Dollars and Cents, airing today, Thursday, 4 to 5 p.m. every Thursday, Joshua Doby, CFP, Certified Financial Planner at North Main Financial Group here in Cornelius, but he's definitely multi-state. I would bet he's international. If I had to, and I don't even know. I'm just making this up right now. I would bet Joshua Doby is international in some level. And you have an opportunity to gain some financial knowledge. I think that learning the game is very important. Like like the whole old mantra of the rich stay rich. Well, well, they they learn the game. They know how to play it. You can't can't hate the player, hate the game. You can hate the game, sure. I mean, then you need to talk, you know, write a letter to your legislator. But the rules are the rules. You should learn how to play the game. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I want to educate my kids to do. That's what I want my family to do. That's how I want, I want to get that multi generational wealth. I want them that Coca Cola money. I want that Wyoming cattle farm money. I'm okay with that. I got no problem for any family, any person trying to strive for the greatest. Don't ever let anybody tell you that 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 that's not okay. Don't let anybody ever tell you that learning how the game is played and playing it well is wrong. That's foolish. That's 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 lowering the standard. Until the time that they lower the standard of the BMI index, I'm not lowering my my efforts in the business world. There we go. That's how that's how. Lower the BMI standards and then I'll lower 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 my standards for helping my family succeed. Let's let's do that. I dare you. They won't do it. See, now I got them. Now I got them. Dollars and cents every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. Check out Joshua Doe for some actual uh, financial conversation. We can't give you financial advice. I mean, I could, but you don't want it. I focus on things that, like, I'm definitely the top signal most of the time I find myself to be. Don't use that toilet paper after you put it in the fridge. You're not supposed to? Don't do it. Why? It's just not right. Don't do it. It's got the... The carcinogens, disgusting. It's carcinogens. Now we're talking about that. Our fridge is full of carcinogens. Listen, I'm just trying to help the people now. <laughs> Don't experiment with it. It's just safer to not. You, you you won't say the real reason why you shouldn't use that toilet paper. Because it's been in the fridge, absorbing spoiled milk smell for two to three weeks. And what's the effect if you use that toilet paper? I don't know. I ain't find. I'm not finding out. I'm not going to find out, and I recommend that our listeners at home who try this trend do not try it either. But what's the difference between that and, like, let's say lavender? Right. Because the lavender toilet paper— You got lavender? Yeah, I love me the lavender toilet paper. Right. I love me some fresh-scented toilet paper that I get to leave behind that fresh scent. Right. You can— But you don't want to leave behind spoiled milk scent. No. What What are you getting at here? Because I'm simply telling people— do You're not... telling people they're going to get cancer if they use toilet paper that's been left in the fridge. I'm saying— that they shouldn't use it. I didn't say anybody was going to get anything. You you use the roll the tape back. You use the word carcinogenic. Right. That means cancer, doesn't it? I'm not sure. 
<laughs> We're just carcin carcinogens cause cancer. Oh, cool. What item in your fridge has cancer? I'm not sure. Causes it might cancer. be the toilet paper. The to I apologize itself? for our listeners. Don't you apologize. No, you go with it now. You've owned it. You go with <laughs> you go with this route. It could. It could it's been known to. It could have. It's possibly a part of an upcoming lawsuit. Right. Whatever is mixed in, I don't know. I We're don't brand know. agnostic too I'm in the toilet paper. I'm just warning people. If you put it in the toilet paper, if you put your toilet paper in the fridge, that's that's what you use it for. What about what if toilet paper really is the cause of cancer? We would all be affected by that. We all would could have an issue with this. And it's something that we really need to address. And 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 probably the best people that can address this are boys and our Girl Scouts of America. Because they've had to live the wilderness life for so long that as far as alternative ways, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts know what do you need to do to survive. Because if, if we've just opened the can of worms and opened the busted open the lid on the fact that toilet paper causes cancer, we really, we really are going to shift not just the market, but the world. Your thoughts? I came in on the back half of that. <laughs> I always try to get you the hook, you know what I mean? At least to yeah, like well, catch you up to speed. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm just wondering kind of how we got here. It's kind of very out of context. You know, when I hear... Isn't life out of context? It can be. It definitely can be, especially here. <laughs> it, it, I'm just saying, you, you, you've brought forward so are a medical you gonna study. Try, are you going to try the trend? My fridge doesn't sting. I'm not saying, well, you know what? I take that back. I, want, I think Demi actually might have a box of baking soda in the fridge. Oh, okay. So if I remove the box, how, okay, we got to get some guidelines on this because I'm going to start asking a bunch of technical questions right here that I don't know if we're really prepared for. Like, for uh, me I can have. almost assure you I'm not prepared for any of your, I did not invent this trend. I do not know this trend. I'm simply relaying the information. If you got, if your fridge, maybe it's that outside fridge, the fridge in the garage, you know, the one we don't really pay attention to That's too much. That's got all the spilly stuff inside of it. Right, it's got it. the spilly stuff. It's yeah. got those natural lights in there. Right, maybe it's got a, one of those natural lights maybe cracked open a little bit ago. It's just a little bit of a smell. Maybe Does it work in the freezer as well? Uh, you can put it in the freezer. You definitely can't use it after you put it in the freezer. The nope. toilet paper. No, you should not use it even after you put it in the fridge. Because of car cancer? Possibly. It's got that white toilet paper. How'd they make that paper white? I don't know. But now we're back to, is toilet paper in general causing cancer? It could be. Plus, it gets those microbes of all those foods that it, it absorbs, and now you're rubbing that on sensitive areas. You could, could come up with something far worse. Mm. So you're saying there's a chance. Mm. I'm just saying be smart, people. Be smart. Just put your toilet paper where it belongs, in the fridge. 844-STUDIO-4, <laughs> 844-788-3464. Does toilet paper cause cancer? the newest study. We've got the findings for you on the other side. Good morning, fam. 806. Happy Thursday to ya. And what a day it is thus far. Thank you to Mayor Washam, Town of Cornelius Mayor, joining us 
earlier on. We will clip that if you would like to go back and watch it. You can follow us uh, on all the social platforms. Just search WSIC News. Also, WSICnews.com. We can uh, get you hooked into the video stream there as well. We do video stream all of our live local content. At 8.15, we're going to check in with traffic again with Jeff from iCats, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. And also Ben McKeithen, general manager of Greystone Lodge and Boone as part of our weekly High Country Happening segment. We're going to get a take at what's going on, get a look. Uh, Thanksgiving is quickly approaching, and uh, people like going to the mountains. You know, I did attend App State, and so I, I do have a little bit of a bias there for the high country, particularly Boone. And there are some great giveaways, um, great deals, great experiences available, and Greystone offering uh, some some discounts here. And, and we'll talk about that at 8.15, again with Ben McKeithen, the general manager of Greystone Lodge. He'll be joining us via phone, and we look forward to that conversation. I don't know if you heard before, but Bill brought open, oh, busted open the can of worms. He busted it wide open for the whole world to see. Toilet paper causes cancer. We are continuing the, the investigation into this. It's going to take time. In reality, a lot of times lawsuits and scientific investigations and things of that nature... They take years. It's not an overnight process. It's, it's one of those things that we've got to have experts. You've got to have a lot of analysis. There's a lot of questions to be asked. But does toilet paper cause cancer? Bill is working on that investigative journalism, and we will report back quite frequently, at least as frequently as we can with such a subject. And it's not one that we take lightly. Oh, no, not around here. This is one that we will explore in depth, profusely, because it's something that we all deserve to know the answer to. 844-STUDIO-4, 844-788-3464. I don't have any more tickets to give away. I've been told I'm not allowed to. We've, we've, we've given away too much. Too much. Some things are too much. My question for you this morning, did you see the video of the coach who punched the kid coming back to the sideline? Did you see that video, Bill? I think I did actually kind of glance by that, yeah. So there was a situation, it appears, uh, high school football. There was an assistant coach. A, a player had done something wrong while active during a game, got called off the field. Hustles off the field. Hustles though. off the field. And upon Getting to the sideline where that assistant coach who called the player off the field, the assistant coach punches the player in the shoulder pad. Right. Um, it wasn't a punch to the face. wasn't a kick to the groin. It was a punch to the shoulder pads. And allegedly, I'm assuming it's true because everything you read on the internet is true, the assistant coach was subsequently fired from the school. Do you think the punch was inappropriate? Yes. You do? I do. You thought it was too hard? <laughs> no. I, I don't think you need to be punching kids. But I've, like... I've coached a lot of kids. Yeah. There, there's, no, there's no reason. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm not saying it's okay to punch children. But I think back to football. We played. 
there is a, a slapping of the pads and a loud, you know, there's yelling. Sure. There's a, um, right. I don't want to say retribution. That's not right. Uh, there, there is uh, correction. There is accountability. Coaching. Yeah. There's coaching. That ain't coaching. So that's not, that's not okay. No, no. I mean, if that's, if, if there are a lot of different ways to coach, I don't think that's going to be the best way. Yeah. Yeah. But, but what if that's their relationship, like off field? Like that, like, what if that's like, um, is that okay for a coach to have that level of relationship? Knowing the player has pads on, knowing like, Hey, I've got a relationship. With this guy. I, I see him every day at practice. This, this is, we're in the moment. We're, we're in the moment. I'm not intentionally trying to hurt the kid. I know he's got pads on. What it looked to me like is a person who is asking his players to keep their emotions in check, did not keep his emotions in check, and made a moment seem far greater than it needed to be. I mean, it's one thing that this kid, I mean, it's, it's not like he walked off the field. No, he 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 he, he sprinted. Ran. He yeah, was he like, sprinted. "Oh, I'm not supposed oh, yeah. to be here. Okay, I'm out." Yeah, he knew he wasn't supposed right. to be there. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if that even was the call, like him just not supposed to have been on the field. I'm assuming. I don't. I don't. You know, there's only so much you get uh, from the 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 Twitter sphere on it. But um, I just was curious. You know, the talks of football in general, and and you know, coaching, and and I'm not saying. Look again, w- was this level of a punch uh, appropriate? I mean, you definitely lean toward the side of, hey, like, punching is not appropriate. But given football, given the pads, given all of the totality of the situation, and it's not like the kid was like, oh, he punched me. The kid didn't complain. Somebody happened to be filming while in the crowd. And and so it just makes you wonder... Are we, you know, coddling a little too much? I'm not, look, whoa, whoa, I'm not saying we are. I'm merely asking the question, are we? 844-788-3464. I know it's deep thought while you're on your way into the work this morning. It might not be exactly what you were uh, envisioning to talk about or think about this morning. And I don't know, maybe you haven't even seen the video. It is out there. Uh, it's not it's not graphic by any stretch of the imagination, but it certainly is an interesting conversation. Things evolve quickly these days. I feel like you know we're very quick to rush to some. We want results, right? That's really what we want: are results. And so we're quick to fire them, get rid of them. And again, I'm not, and, and the, any school and any group of people can choose the level of appropriateness, right? I think that that's fair. Everyone's got some different standards. What may be appropriate to me is different to you and vice versa. And, and again, I'm not condoning the actions of this coach. Um, it's, it's, you want to teach good character to kids. I'm not arguing with that. I'm just curious. You know, and as I watched the punches, I dissected, I paused, I did slow-mo, it was definitely a moment of weakness for the coach. There's no doubt about that. Was it done in a malicious fashion? I don't know. It is playoff time right now. You know? I mean, the tensions are high. But it's okay when we see, you know, NFL players throwing their helmets, cursing on TV, 
posting social media stuff. That's okay. Oh, that's because they're age, because because they're adults, because they they have the thought making, decision making abilities on their own. I get it. No, 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 no. That makes sense. There's some other things then that maybe for kids we should reexamine that maybe they don't have the thought making, decision making, reasonable thought processing that some people claim they do. Good morning, OKN. 8-18. Let's get a look at the streets. Troutman was having some issues this morning. Jeff with iCats on the phone. Rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Three bucks to commute to the city of Charlotte each way, each day. Jeff, you there? Maybe not. Jeff, you there, sir? Nope. No, I actually just lost both our callers. You lost both of them at the same time? Yeah. All right. So it's Blinking uh, on me. Blinking on you. Okay, well, we'll go. We'll take a second here. Look, the phone uh, is ringing again here in a moment, and we'll get their, our guests back. We also did have Ben McKeithen on the line as well, Greystone Lodge general manager. He will call back shortly, I have no doubt. We'll get them on the phone, and we will uh, get them uh, on air here as Bill continues to talk to them, and uh, we'll see what's going on on the streets. There was an incident uh, in 77 southbound in the Troutman area, and... Let's get an update from Jeff. Jeff with iCats on the phone now. Jeff, is Troutman cleared up? Uh, I've not heard of any problems. I think it has cleared. Uh, uh, so uh, we're, we're good. 77 uh, north and south uh, from Statesville to Charlotte. Uh, they're in the, in the Huntersville, Cornelius area. You have your typical places, some of uh, slowdown, uh, but overall traffic is moving. There's no accidents to report. Uh, secondary roads in the Statesville, Mooresville area have not heard of any uh, issues, so um, uh, looking good for a Thursday. All right, that's good, Jeff. We appreciate you. Now, Veterans Day is actually Saturday. You're off tomorrow, is that right? Yes, sir. So, uh, I do appreciate all our veterans, uh, men and women that serve our, in our country or that have served. Um, and I know they, they sacrifice uh, for our freedom and uh, really appreciate what they do. All right, Jeff. Well, we appreciate them as well, and we appreciate you, sir. Hope you have a great long weekend. All right. I hope you have a great weekend, too. You, too. Take care. All right, rideicats.com, alternative transportation. And as Jeff said, thank you to all of our veterans out there, given that Saturday is Veterans Day. Now's the fun part, too, because we check in and we get our update on the high country happenings. What is happening in the high country? Joining us, Ben McKeithen, general manager of Greystone Lodge, greystonelodge.com, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com. Ben, how are we doing this morning, sir? It is a great Thursday morning in the high country. Absolutely. What's the weather like there right now? You know, today it's, it's a little overcast, but it's still nice. Uh, right now it's 63 degrees, so plenty of uh, nice weather to be able to still get outside and enjoy some out, outdoor activities. The leaves, have the leaves all come down from the trees, or there's still a little bit left to look at? You know, we've got a few hanging on, but uh, I would say probably you guys have the uh, the show this week, right? <laughs> yeah, that, the wind is coming through. I'm having to to blow the leaves off my lawn multiple times this week, but but that's okay. It's nice to get outside with this beautiful weather we've got going on. There's some major events happening 
this week. I think even today, right? There, there's some good stuff going on today and this weekend. And Boone, what's happening? Well, we got a lot going on. Um, I'll just start off real quickly by um, giving a quick plug. The Greystone Lodge is offering a 20% discount for folks that book through our Instagram page, and that's for the month of November, and that can be uh, even a one-night stay. So take take advantage of that. Uh, we've still got some great events coming up um, this weekend uh, with, um, um, you know, with um, – all the all the happenings. So like right now, um, I'm looking at my my calendar. There's a show tonight at the Appalachian Theater, um, and we are uh, sponsoring that. It's a bluegrass show, the Gibson Brothers. Um, you know, lots of fun things happening over the Appalachian Theater for sure. The Gibson Brothers there. So some bluegrass jams going on tonight, and that's exciting. And so Greystone Lodge, you're a partner of the Appalachian Theater, and you mentioned there the 20% off. So if we go to the Greystone Lodge Instagram, there's a link for 20% off, and we're going to share that link again. And and that's a that's a good discount as it relates to lodging. That's awesome. How's the decoration setup and everything coming for you guys at Greystone? Are, are your partners moving along with it, or, or what's it like inside the lobby and throughout the hotel? So we've been in conversation with our with our partners on uh, Christmas decor for over over two months. Um, it all starts on Monday. I'm very excited. We're going to have multiple trees up in the lobby. Uh, just a really nice um, rustic mountain decor. Um, do some outdoor illumination as well. But, yeah, next week is the big week to get all that going. We're really excited. Well, you're also offering, it looks like here, a Christmas wreath package. What is going on here? So, historically, um, hotels in the high country have partnered with um, individual uh, tree uh, lots, and, and we would do a Christmas tree package. Uh, over the years, that became more difficult to pull off uh, for various reasons. So. What we try to do is just get all the information about the tree pack, the, the trees, farms, and whatnot. And then we are offering a uh, working with our local uh, partner, Bouquet Florist, to offer a 22-inch live um, um, wreath that will be boxed, so you can easily just put it in your car, take it back home, give it as a gift, whatever. Uh, that's also going to come with our custom Greystone Lodge uh, Christmas ornament. And this year, we're actually going to have a, a collection of four different ornaments. So. Really excited working with a local uh, artist, and that's been a conversation we've been having for three months now, and those uh, should be arriving at the hotel tomorrow. The package starts the weekend of Thanksgiving and runs uh, every day of the week um, through the middle part of um, December. That's cool. A 22-inch uh, Fraser wreath. That, that's a big old that's – a, that's a decent-sized wreath there. That's not small by any stretch of the imagination. Looks like you guys also have the Ultimate Boone Experience giveaway going on. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we're partnering up with uh, Visit Boone, um, and um, basically it's a four uh, four tickets to the Georgia Southern game, which is a big deal. That's the weekend of, of um, Thanksgiving, November 25th. Um, that's going to include four tickets, sideline tickets. Um, you're also going to have a uh, parking pass, some App State fan gear, two-night stay at the Greystone Lodge on us, and then uh, you're also getting a $100 gift certificate Daniel Boone in. Uh, pass to the Grandfather Mountain, and a $50 gift card to Mass General Store. So that is something you go to visit Boone on Instagram, and you will sign up to, uh, to win that. Okay, so you really got to engage on the social side, on the digital side, if you want your chance to uh, get these great 
discount deals and opportunities to win. Again, we will share that on our Instagram as well. That's pretty cool. Four tickets, four pregame sideline passes, parking pass, fan gear, two-night stay, and just a bunch of merch and goodies. Also a great time to stay at the Greystone Lodge basketball season. App State's playing Auburn this year. What's the basketball scene like these days in Boone for you guys? Or, or, or is there a lot of excitement behind it, or what's been going on there? I think that it's it's definitely heating up. You know, you're definitely seeing a lot more chatter about the team and uh, upcoming uh, games, and it's uh, definitely getting excited. We're we're uh, excited about hosting some of those teams as they come to Boone as well. But uh, yeah, November's that transition month from football as we move into the winter to basketball. There you go. And there's some excitement going on this weekend. It looks like two Veterans Day uh, commemoration at the Boone Mall. Is that right? Yep, every year they do a really nice event at the Boone Mall um, where uh, they, they focus in on, um, on Veterans Day. And then they've got a uh, – also there's a, a spooky day, a Duke race coming up uh, as well. So just a lot a lot happening. And I do want to um, I want to go back and say on the uh, giveaway, uh, it's actually exploreboone.com. I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's where you're going to uh, sign up to, to – um, that that giveaway no worries explore boone's instagram page and we will get that uh posted and then tag you guys and um and share that as well um because those giveaways don't come around very often and and if you want your opportunity uh, i imagine that there will be quite a few people entering into that that contest so but you you can take your opportunity and and take advantage of it and really that 20 percent off at graystone lodge through your instagram is the november offer i can envision my family coming to boone Staying at Greystone Lodge, not having to cook Thanksgiving dinner, and just fill our bellies while I wear my sweatpants and be uh, in a cozy, nice room uh, to sleep the night away after. That sounds like a pretty good Thanksgiving. Yeah, and for all the info and intel and information you need about these trips, you know, we're really trying to load up our blog on um, greystonelodge.com with all the pertinent information you need, whether it's Christmas tree farms, where to go get that. Uh, Thanksgiving Day um, a meal, if you're in town, you're not cooking, um, all the things, uh, the, the great hiking opportunities, uh, we just try to load that up with really good information for our, our guests and, and visitors. And I'm on the website right now, graystonelodge.com, G-R-A-Y, graystonelodge.com. You just click blog at the top. I see one of the most recent posts, where to go skiing, snowboarding, snow tubing, and ice skating in the high country. Uh, they're all a lot of great resorts. Where are your kids saying that they want to go first this upcoming season? So my daughter is 11, and her name is Ellie, and she is really interested in getting to Beach Mountain. She's, she's been to uh, uh, Appalachian several times, but she's ready to graduate and get up to Beach Mountain. So this we're going to try to make that happen this year. Okay, so Beach Mountain is going to be uh, the McKeithen spot for at least one time. Do you make your way to all the mountains throughout a singular season? Like, do you guys take the opportunity to go to each of them, or do you guys tend to you know, get lazy and go, let's say, just snow tubing after so many days? It, it, it just depends. You know, in, in the high country, we, we have kids have snow days, um, a little less now than in the past, but those all the resorts offer special discounts for students You know, when it's a snow day, so... We, we typically just go to where it's more, most convenient, but they're, they're also great and offer so many, um, so many things to do. When, when the weather gets uh, cold, right, obviously, and the wind is a factor, 
what recommend for some people like, hey, if you're planning to come to the high country, is it a layers game? Is it just bring everything you got? What, what's the style you would recommend for people as far as um, attire to bring this time of year to the high country? Well, yeah, and that's a great point. It is all about the layers because as you go through the day, there's times when the kids are like burning up hot because the sun's out and they're they're getting a lot of activity. But then there's, you know, the, the sun goes away and the wind comes out, and all of a sudden it gets cold again. So layers is where it's at. That's right. All right, we're speaking with Ben McKeithen, general manager of Greystone Lodge, greystonelodge.com. That's G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com. Ben, about 20 seconds left. Anything else you want to let the people know about? Just to follow back up on this um, 20% Greystone Lodge offer for your listeners found through our Instagram page, great opportunity. Still have a few rooms left for the weekend. The weather forecast looks great. It's going to be a little rainy tomorrow, but it's going to be nice and dry uh, through the weekend. And a uh, great time to get up and, um, and, and have some of those last-minute outdoor activity times. All right. You're awesome, Ben. We appreciate you. GraystoneLodge.com. G-R-A-Y, GraystoneLodge.com. Ben, hope you have a great week. We'll check in with you next week. Look forward to it, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Good morning, fam. We'll be back shortly. Good morning, okay, Ed. Thanks again to Ben McKeithen, Greystone Lodge, G-R-A-Y, greystonelodge.com. 20% off if you go to their Instagram and use that link. We will get that link shared as well in the month of November. Killer deal as you're approaching the extremely cold season of winter. Well, you want to uh, hang out and, uh, you know, have a good time in the mountains. You see Las Vegas Sphere? I know you saw this. I did. They're losing money. Yes. Isn't like all these companies losing money though? Like are any companies actually making money or is it just like funny money on paper? It's only money. It's only money and it's only time. Right. $98 million loss this quarter. E. Well, I mean, they were, it, it's, it's quite the project. Yeah, it's, it's brand, brand new. new. It's brand new. I mean, what's the runway here? What are, what's the expectation? Right. Were we supposed to pay it all back with a U2 concert? Right. <laughs> Four <laughs> nights. We're done. Yeah, residency. Up only from here. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I, it's a cool concept. It's just so heavily marketing-based, and the price tag is not cheap, right? Like, to, to, to put your stuff on there, isn't it like a couple hundred thousand dollars or whatever, like a hundred grand or just even for like a day to, to take over the sphere? It looks like here, uh, so it's been, been 11 months – $2.3 billion venue opened just uh, September 29th, the start of U2's uh, multi-month residency. And if I look here as far as revenues for the first quarter, for the quarter, for this first quarter, $4.1 million in, in event revenue, those two sold-out U2 shows. So that was only two shows, $4 million for two sold-out shows? I mean, why not just book more shows? That seems like a winning winning combination. There's 365 days in a year. Let's figure 52 weeks. Let's figure, you know, what, 40 weeks worth of acts? Is that too many? Should I go down to 30? No, that's fine. 30, you know, let's say, you know, can you get, I don't know if you can get U2 level. I mean, I guess you would, right? You would book, you know, worldwide level shows for that. So 4.1 million revenue. Um... I don't know what their net is on that. 2.6 million from suite licensing and advertising. 
That doesn't seem like a lot of money on ad- that they made actually on the advertising, 2.6 million. But if it's like 100 grand a day, you know, that's 26 days worth of advertising out of 90. You know, you see you're under 33% on your inventory. I'm just thinking out loud here, obviously. Um, is that the expectation? Obviously, they weren't happy with the expectation because the CFO's gone now. Right. So they weren't happy. Oh, we're losing money? Get, See ya. Get the money person out. We're losing right. it. We're losing it, and we're losing him today. It's gone after the report. So, uh, But the sphere is cool. This is one of those examples, though, when we think about, like, particularly with government spending, let's say, for example. There's ideas that are cool, but they really aren't going to have a positive effect on the cash flow, and the management can be tough. So I think this is one of those examples. Now, again, not to say it's not a good idea. I like the idea. I really like the sphere. The images that I get to see, pretty cool. I heard they're brainwashing people in there. I mean, could, I mean, could. You talk about inundating your brain. like, like It's all overstimulation. It's a, over, a sensory overload. It's got to be, right? I mean, I would go to Vegas to – if I go to Vegas again, I've been there once. I don't know – like, I don't have a desire to go back to Vegas. I'm not, like – I'm not living that life. Uh, you you and Demi and the kids would be wearing the Hawaiian shirts. Standing Everyone, in front of the Las Vegas sign. One team. Driving through In-N-Out Burger. That's what I we would do. I think they got a Formula One there this weekend. They do have Formula One here this weekend. So you're getting to my other story here. Uh, did you have a Formula One story for Good, Bad, and Ugly? Uh, no. I had a I had a sphere story, but <laughs> that's gone. I hear, I hear tickets are down real hard for F one right now. As I, in, as in the cost to go to the race is getting cheaper and cheaper and by cheaper. the moment. By the moment. So if I if I pull up here, like it's down to reasonable rates. Like really, like as if you're just going to. You know, if you just want to check out a great race at Wilkesboro, like that's like the level of pricing we're getting to. Interesting. Well, I know F1. they got. I know they've stacked about as many seats as they could possibly stack. Out. You got to wonder what your view would be like. Um, just seems like a risky buy. So for Thursday's race, which would be today, more of a practice. Yeah, hundred and sixty-two bucks you can get in. Okay. Fridays three hundred dollars. So Saturday, obviously the big race. Saturday qualifying, a thousand bucks. What about Sunday? Or are they racing on Saturday? I think it's Saturday. I think it's okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This oh, round. okay. Because wow. of obviously it's a special situation. Right. It's Vegas. There's, a, there's adjustments being made. They basically they tore out the trees at the Bellagio. Good luck getting those things back in the ground really easily. <laughs> right. But a thousand bucks to go to the race for Vegas. That's much more reasonable than the original pricing we saw of like $20,000 for a package. Right. It says it's down 34% just the price of the tickets. Now, and can you find a place to stay there? So that's what else is on here. So supposedly hotel prices are more than in half of what the original pricing was for wow. hotels. So that was the big package, right? You would get like MGM, a pack of four tickets to every day. It was what, like 20000 I think is when we started talking about it, when they first announced we were looking at the package prices. Sure, if you're with like, you know. You're VIP, you're getting, right. the, you're getting the royal treatment at that point, which sure. is great. But hey, if you got a family of four and you can go there for like five grand now, much more reasonable. Sure. This is about experience is what this is. You go to this if you want a unique experience that right. has no guarantee of ever happening again. I mean, they're powerful vehicles. 
it, F1 is a different level to to be at and be a part of. Open wheel is I mean, those are crazy. jet engines. Those, those are, are they're those crazy. Those are jet engines <laughs> they're crazy. on there. Yeah. <laughs> it's and I always trip out about like the fact that like it's like open air too. Like the amount of pressure, you know, probably like on. Oh, their... that's what you know. They work out their necks. It seems like more than anything. Yeah. Well, you got from have dealing like, with the forces. Yeah. Strong bracing. You know, like right. You, you got to be there. Right. But what I do like about them is they're they're uh, digestible, easy to watch race. It's only about an hour and a half. That is a nice part. And it's not that I don't like watching NASCAR for six hours. I, I it, it's just six hours. The length of time is a factor to it, it almost computes into your mental well-being of are you even going to attempt to watch it? Right. Knowing that the likelihood of you seeing this through to the end is slim to none. Sure. Unless you literally have nothing to do that day, which is great. I'm not the against goal, it. Goals. Not. I'm <laughs> I, Sunday, I'm watching the race. That's not, great. <laughs> I might get up. Nope, never mind. I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to sit here for literally six hours. I agree with you. Goals. Yeah. But knowing that it's an hour and a half, kind of similar to like, and I, not that I don't like football. I do like football. Okay, the same baseball. One thing that's nice about basketball games is how quickly that they can go through four quarters in comparison to rather than a four-hour venture on football. Sure. Especially, you know, football is not four hours worth of playtime. Even soccer, right? 45 minutes, roll, full clock, 45 minutes, full clock. Figure 10 minutes extra on stoppage time. Figure 15, 20 minutes on a halftime. You're in and out in two hours. Two and a half. Pre and post festivities, entering, sure, exiting. Sure. TV land, two hours. Okay. You know? Yeah. Kickoff. It's not kickoff in soccer. What is it called in soccer when you start? You kick off. Match play? Match, match play begin. Begin match play. Match play begin. Pass it from the very center. Mm. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. That's my fault. This is what I wanted to do. Nice. That's what they should do to start soccer games right there. I think they do. Everyone, proceed to the center of the field for match play. And is everyone prepared? Play ball. Game on. That's how I do it. If I was the commissioner, if I was Roger Goodell of the MLS, who's the Roger Goodell of MLS? Um, I'm not sure. Charlotte FC got some new coaches. Or did they get new ones or they just fired their old ones? They fired their old ones. There it goes. I mean, good, bad, and ugly has been covered indirectly. <laughs> we got the we spear. Just... We got some FC coaches. There it is. I can no longer. No, let's 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 redo it next break. We're gonna do good, bad, and ugly just for the music. Next next segment, and I want to hear it. Knowing now, preemptive that we've tested the topics with you. Eight four four seven eight eight three four six four. But we're gonna hear Bill's rendition of them. Uh, on the other side, and let's see, let's see what we can get. I didn't real. I'm sorry. I didn't. I it's genuinely totally didn't know. It's all good. I I didn't know that's what you wanted to talk about. It is all good, my friend. It's like you don't tell me word of the day intentionally, right? And similarly, good, bad, and the ugly. It's it's to have a genuine, you know, organically developed conversation. Sure. Right, is this just because like we've synced up so well? Right. Is that really what wow, this is? is, is this like it's like a developed. Are we on the same cycle? 
kind of, rather. To which? To which? Dither. What kind of cycle? Uh, motor. F1 open wheel? Yes, that's it. I like that. Yeah. I can get on that cycle with you. Motorcycle racers are crazy as well. Motorcycle racers. <laughs> so Demi's uh, shin, shin to ground. Nah. I, I, you know, at one point I wanted to be a motorcycle racer. And a sailor. Wow. What a, what a man. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would sail to the motorcycle race, and then I would proceed to drive my motorcycle back on the sailboat. Into the sunset. To go to the next race. That's pretty. That's not a bad life. You had nice dreams. And then I would have the 22-inch the wreath you get from uh, the partnership at Greystone Lodge. G-R-A-Y, yes. Greystone Champagne Lodge. everywhere. We'll tell you about the lineup today. It's pretty robust today, and uh, prepare you for your weekend a little bit. Coming back. Good morning, OKN. 848. Happy Thursday to you. Don't the Panthers play tonight? It is a big game tonight. This is like a make or break for Frank Wright, isn't it? Sure. Sure, I think we're just... Gonna Isn't it potential that, that he's going to get fired if they lose? Uh, you can't be firing everybody. Charlotte FC just gets rid of the their head coach. Two different sports. Yeah, but that's just bad, bad juju. You can't be getting rid of this many coaches. At some point, you have to look in the mirror. I mean. Whoever's firing people, something ain't working out. Yeah, the coaching's bad. It's the coaching, it's the O line. I mean, it's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of things. Where does it start? Right, starts at the top. Coaching, the top, top, higher, coaching, higher. Concessions, like Concessions. higher in the higher in the, the five hundred, the five hundreds. <laughs> they get rowdy up there in the five hundreds. When's the last time you've been in the five hundred section at Bank of America Stadium? Um, that's where my parents used to used to sit. Oh, yeah, it was, I used it was to awesome. stay there. Yeah, yeah. You I mean you you lean forward a little bit? You're then on the field. Correct. Yeah. Or you're toppling head over heel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sports is, is, is an interesting thing because of like the, the progression of the run of show. And it always starts with the national anthem. Flava Flav did the national anthem. We played that. Was that earlier this week or last week? Last week. That was last week. And it led to the discussion of, okay, as long as you've got tempo and you know the lyrics, you can, anybody can sing the national anthem. It doesn't have to be some superstar voice. I don't know if you know of Barstool Sports. There's a guy named by the, that goes by Big Cat. He's like an original OG of Barstool. So he he's singing, and I'm assuming it's 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 a it's a Barstool basketball game. If if I'm or they're a sponsor uh, of this basketball. Game. Let's go and let's go and play Big Cat's rendition of the national anthem. Give me one, just one, just one second. We're gonna give Bill a second. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we He's doing it. He's handling it. At the twilight. Loyola. This was a Loyola v. Uh, Florida Atlantic college hoops game. Through the path, the Barstool Sports Invitational. Do you know where Loyal is? I got two states in mind. Come on. DC? No. Nope. There is one in 
DC, but not that Loyola. Georgia? Chicago. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's keeping tempo. He knows the lyrics. Through the night that all flag Coaches are singing along. I think we need to open up the opportunity in the sports world again for some normal people to sing the national anthem. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing and the most important thing is if you're not, as long as you're not being disrespectful. That's what I mean. It's all good. Like, this is an opportunity to showcase all of the patriots out there that want to support it and be a part of it. Which is fine. I think it's cool. Right. I think it's, it's, I mean, look, I love a good superstar. You know, last night, if you watch the CMAs, uh, your boy Luke Combs took over the world again, uh, rocking the brown suit, you know, good for him. It's great. I, I'm not going to say I wouldn't watch Luke Combs sing the national anthem. I enjoy hearing. WSIC, thank you for calling. Thank you for putting that phone call on the air right now, Bill. That's fantastic. <laughs> the, uh, I just think there's an opportunity here for normal, regular folk to sing national anthems at major events and give some love, you know? Like, let some kids do it. Let, 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 let the single mom who, who's out there grinding showcase her talents and love for the country, for, for people, for having a good time. I mean, it's a cool experience singing the national anthem. I think anybody can. Anybody can give can give a good rendition of the national anthem. It's about tempo. It's about lyrics. Now, was that as good as Flava Flav's? I don't know if we should start comparing. Comparing, you know, um, you start doing that, you, 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 you go down a slippery slope. There was a slippery slope for me at one point in my life. I, I as a kid, had $2 bills. I like $2 bills. I think $2 bills were, were something cool. It was like a non, like my grandpa like had some. And then so I, I, I in turn received those and my parents had some. And, you know, at one point they were like in a drawer. They weren't like coin collectors or anything like that. Right? Like we've never done like the collection, things like that. But they're saying now some of these $2 bills that are out there, based on the age and the condition of them, worth thousands of dollars. Worth thousands. I got a few $2 bills. I don't know how old they are. You got to pull them out of the old shoebox to see what kind of condition they're in. Hopefully, their weather their weather didn't get to them, but they they definitely do exist. You got any two dollar bills? Isn't there I, some saying as two dollar bills? Isn't there a saying about two dollar bills? Um, there is. Well, I don't know what it is though. Today's a big day in the lineup. <laughs> 9 to 11, Pat Shannon, the home ad show. One of the greatest voices in radio. You know, you want to call in if you got a birthday or anniversary because at 1045, what does Pat Shannon do? 
He spins the big wheel. And he selects a prize. Winner. Based on that wheel. Based on the names written down on the page. And you'll get Daylight Donuts. What's up, Jody? Also, Boxcar Grill. Get a free salad bar. Free smoothie or coffee from Lake Mountain Coffee. Located in downtown Statesville. That's every day, 1045. You want to get your birthday or anniversary on that list. So be sure to call into the home ad show. Also, if you're buy, sell, trade, maybe you found kittens and mittens, mittens and kittens, kittens for mittens, mittens in kittens, for kittens in the kittens, mittens. Mm. That's what it's about. And then at 11 o'clock, Mayor Woody Washam, about town. Mayor of the town of Cornelius. We spoke with Mayor Washam earlier. Um, by now, all accounts. If you're from Cornelius, Cornelius. 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 And did you see how, Jetton? Jetton. Jetton. Mm-hmm. Jetton. And what's the other? Westmoreland. 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 Yeah, he's got that he's got that native that native tongue I easily like flows. I, it's I, like water. I was thinking we should do like native terms like with him like like let's just go through a list. Bing bing bing. Right. I think that would be cool. We'll work on that. Something else for us to do. Cornelius. Cornelius. Jet Jet. No. Jeton. Jeton? Jet Jet. 11 o'clock every morning, or every uh, Thursday. 11 to noon, Thursday. Noon to 3, Todd Starnes. Get your uh, political national fix on. He had some things to talk about yesterday. He's got things to talk about today. Oh, I do not doubt it. Todd's going to be ready to go. He had the Republican uh, debates last night, so I'm sure he'll have some stuff to say there. I didn't even talk about the debates at all today. Nope. Uneducated and uninformed. Ben Daniels, senior director of Century, doesn't miss a debate. Did you know that about him? He does not miss. He watched ever since he worked for a TV station in the borough. That's great. Uh, WXII. I he, was, he doesn't miss a debate. I probably would have watched a little bit of it if I was not at the Hornets game. How was the Hornets game? Um, it was good. Speaking I forgot of, to ask you about that. Speaking of national anthems, uh, somebody played the guitar. They had a veteran out there. Shredded. Rocked, shredded the, shredded, shredded the guitar. Love that. Love and a good shredding yeah, session. That was cool. That was very cool. What about like if the flute or clarinet? Like, let's hear different kinds of renditions sure. at this point. Let's let's Absolutely. explore a little bit. Yes, saxophone always a good always time. great. Always Snare. Great. They went on to lose by twenty points. How did Mello do? Uh, I think he had like a quiet thirty-six points. I'm talking. We it was brutal. Down by twenty at half. Got to within nine in the third. Lost Back by down. twenty. But Mello put up thirty-six. Um, yeah, but it was... But he I needs mean, help. We need... What's the yeah. issue right now? Where are the gaps at, would you say? Uh, we play a very loose style of ball. We're not scared to turn the ball over. <laughs> That's a problem. Which, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we run these offensive sets where we have the ball, and we work the shot clock, but we haven't passed the ball once. It's pretty interesting. Like just running back and forth, basically, like yeah, around just kind of running. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then all right, let's go. All right, now we'll play. Right, everyone set. We need more bounce passes to dunks, some movement on the backside, and we need some more communication on defense. It starts are, are on. Are we defense. a young team? Uh, relatively. I mean, like as far as the age of the players on the team. Relatively. Yeah. Or yeah. is it? Have they been together for a while? Or like, I, don't, I didn't follow the NBA draft. I'll be honest with you. Right. Um, Relatively, I mean, the, the core has been together for a few years. Oh, so we should be advancing by this point. 
Oh, yeah, but don't worry. We got the Panthers tonight. That's what I was telling everybody. Don't worry. Yeah, Frank Reich's job don't is worry. on the line tonight. Bill broke that news. He got it directly from Tepper. If Frank loses tonight, he's likely out. And so we've got to keep a watchful eye on that. You think so? Thursday night. Yeah, I think he's done after the season. I, I think that they're not going to care. He's going to be gone. Um, that's just my opinion. It's either him or Bryce. One of the they'll get rid of no. They'll get rid of the general manager. No, first. No, no. It'll be the coach. That's a hard pill. It'll be the coach because that's a that's. Be, and I and I and I lead toward the coach because who's been speaking out against ownership? The coach, Frank Wright. He had words. He, he had words. He said, "Look, he disagreed on a couple of things. He, he wouldn't have chose Bryce." He said it. The general manager then is your issue. No, no, I don't have. I don't have any issues. Let me be clear about that. I see. I, see. I don't have any issues. Uh, not, not my job. Not my problem. Is that how that one goes? But we love the Panthers, though. It's early, baby. That's our mantra around here. It's not about to be early anymore because it's about to be nine o'clock. I love you, my cat. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.